coming up, Universal Mardi Gras starts this weekend at Universal Orlando Resort, and we're going to get you prepared for it. Plus, we're going to tell you about a new ticket offer that you can take advantage of right now. All that and maybe more on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today, Rhino? I am very sweaty. It was very hot today, and my body does not thrive in the heat. No, I don't think anyone's does. And uh, the reason that Rhino is so hot is because he made his way to Universal Orlando to check out the tribute store for this year's Universal Mardi Gras. He saw some more, too. So we'll have to get all of those details from him. I will get to see it this weekend like everyone else that's going to Universal Mardi Gras on February 4th. Well, for that very first time, I'm very excited. Mardi Gras is here. Uh, Probably won't eat a lot of food the first weekend just because Rhino won't be with me. We will will do uh, our indulgent review of Mardi Gras food once he is with me. It might even be in time for next week's show. We We don't know any of that yet, but I am looking forward to seeing the parade this year as well as the tribute store since I didn't get to see it and just what else Universal Mardi Gras has in store for us and of course too I already mentioned there's a new ticket deal we're gonna we're gonna talk about that too Rhino should we actually talk about that first or do you think we should go over Mardi Gras maybe the I want to talk about one thing before we even do that where's that shirt from that you're wearing because I don't know if I've seen this before I know people uh, are listening but he's wearing a Jurassic Park themed shirt that I love the pattern of yeah, it's a uh, Jurassic Park Roosevelt shirt, and this is done in like a tiki style. And oh, my uh, one of my very good friends, Ian Glaubinger, was actually the designer of it. And I just I kind of had to have it. I mean, it mixes tiki oh, no, with Jurassic Park and everything. Like, I do. I love it a lot. I love the color and I love like the little Mr. DNA on it. That's why I'm like, I, I don't normally ask that stuff, but I, w- I had a suspicion. That's why I'm like, yeah. I wanted to know. And I'm happy because (laughs) talking about it, uh, you just reminded me to say that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Mardi Gras season is upon us. There's no better time to head to Universal Orlando except for Halloween, Christmas, and maybe the summer if that's the only time of the year that you can travel. So for a free no obligation quote, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. Okay, we are going to start with that ticket deal just to get that out of the way because the ticket deal is already for right this very second. You can take advantage of this right now. I think just a few weeks ago, we talked about what the current deals and promotions were for 2023. And at that point, I think there was... I, I think there was one for maybe it was just Florida residents, but uh, buy two days, get two days free type of ticket. And you mentioned that these kind of deals happen uh Kind of often for Universal Orlando. Well, they have one right now for everyone that you can take advantage of. And it is a get two days free with a three day two park ticket for U.S. and Canada residents only. So 
Uh, if you're you're from the UK or anywhere else, you unfortunately will not be able to take advantage of this, but uh, this is for U.S. and Canadian residents. Uh, this ticket will start as low as $234.99 per adult plus tax, and this essentially gives you five days of access to Universal Studios Florida as well as Islands of Adventure. Uh, you can also add on a three-day or Sorry, you can also add on for $35, not for three-day, but for $35, you can add on Volcano Bay if you are into water parks, which who isn't? Uh, and this offer is valid for any five calendar days during an eight consecutive calendar day period, which commences on and includes the date includes the date selected. Sorry, uh, the the copy on this sometimes is very difficult to read when you're reading that over and over and over again. Uh, but yeah, so essentially, you know, you get five days of tickets that have to be used over eight consecutive calendar days. You choose which ones you want to do. But uh, in terms of this deal, you know, right now I've been looking through, you can buy that right now. Uh, the last date you can purchase it for at this current time is uh, for December 7th of 2023. So that is a long way away. That covers... Oh, you know, most of this year at this point, which is pretty awesome. I, I did mention that pricing on it where it starts at $234.99, and that is for your lowest ticket in that three-day two-park ticket uh, offer. It is It can get a lot more expensive, like I'm looking at those December dates still, and the most expensive date in September. Uh, December is $362.99. Actually, that's November, but you know what? It's close enough. The most expensive in December is $361.99. So I was just for off five my dollar there. Yeah, yeah. Is that for park hopper tickets? Yes. With the, with the numbers I just quoted, that is with park to park tickets. And, uh, to get that like low base pricing where we started off with at $234 and 99 cents, that's, uh, you know, it's still two park three day base ticket plus two days free. It's still, you're getting the five days for the price of three and you have the two parks you can take advantage of. But with that lowest price, you can only choose one park to go to each day. So you can do Universal Studios Florida or Islands of Adventure, but you can't cross over. So if you want that park to park access, it's going to cost a little bit more. And you can still add on for that $35, you can add on and get Volcano Bay with the one park per day ticket as well, too. So that that's an option, too. But you will get the cheapest pricing, of course, when you do the one park per day style ticket versus the park to park. But as we've always talked about, if you do want to experience technically everything the Wizarding World of Harry Potter has to offer, you, of course, need the park to park ticket. So that way you can go back and forth on the Hogwarts Express. But on top of that, too, uh, it's very nice having the theme parks being side by side. 
because that way, if it's super busy at one, you can just walk over to the other one and start taking advantage of everything over there. This isn't new information. It's something that we talk about with Universal all the time. One of the biggest reasons why it's it's a, such a relaxing place to visit because everything is just so close and compact. It's not full of buses constantly transporting you around or, or parking lots that feel like it takes you forever to get from the parking lot to the actual parks itself. It's just it's all compact and yeah i you can't argue with getting two extra days free and getting getting those five days at universal so if it's something you can take advantage of uh, of course i'd recommend it and yeah you can do it now and take advantage of it for pretty much the entire year so use it for universal mardi gras that's what i say right rhino oh for sure yeah no that i mean that Sounds like a really good deal. That's why I'm like, if you're coming or you're you are on the fence about coming, I'm like, okay, it's nice that you can split up too, and it doesn't have to be the consecutive days. We are going to switch gears though, and we are going to talk about Universal Mardi Gras because that, of course, is kicking off this weekend, as I have already said 19 times over and over again. And Oh, man, it is such a party. Of course, it is happening every single day for what will inevitably feel like the end of time or uh, April 16th, 2023. That's actually a lot more realistic in terms of a date. Uh, The parade will be happening every single day of that, except for March 31st. You will not get a parade on that day. And beyond that, you know, the food will be available every day and there will be eight concerts to look forward to to for the entirety of the festival uh not not as much as it would be in the past but still maybe someone interests you and we already went over all the concerts in depth on another episode of our show so i'm not going to just beat that dead horse again but i will mention those names once again uh kicking off mardi gras weekend is patty labelle she is playing on saturday february 4th and then on friday february 10th we have jake on Saturday, February 11th, we have Goo Goo Dolls. On Saturday, February 18th, Marin Morris. On Sunday, February 19th, Willow. On Saturday, February 25th, Three Doors Down. On Saturday, March 4th, Sean Paul. And finishing things up on Trey, Sunday, March 5th, thing. Lauren. I still don't remember how to pronounce her name. Lauren Daigle, Lauren Daigle, not quite sure. I was saying on really weirdly there, and I'm very self-conscious about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. And beyond just the performers, of course, you do have the parade, as I have already mentioned. And if you want to ride on one of the floats this year, do not forget about the Mardi Gras float ride and dine experience that is happening on select dates. And basically, uh, you will get a reserve spot on one of the parade floats and you will get to toss beads to the crowd. Uh, On top of this, you will enjoy a three course meal that uh, you can have at either Finnegan's inside Universal Studios Florida Lombard Seafood Grill at Universal Studios Florida, or then in Universal City Walk, you have the Cowfish as well as NBC Sports Grill and Bar. And to do this float and dine experience, it is $84.99 plus tax per guest, but gratuity is included. So that's a way to get a guaranteed spot on one of the floats. 
Very, very cool. I've done it before. It's always a lot of fun. A lot yeah. of uh, a lot of beads, a lot of your arm feeling sore by the end of it. Uh, but it's definitely a unique way to take in Universal Mardi Gras. So if it's something you've always been like on the fence about, like thinking like, well, would I rather watch the parade or throw beads from one of the floats? I'd say give it a shot. It's it truly is. It makes you part of the festivities of Universal Mardi Gras. It's very, very cool. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly like I don't know. You just I I said this in a, I recorded a video earlier today at Universal, and I just said something where I was like, even if it like on the surface Mardi Gras doesn't sound like something that it, uh, like interests you, when you're there, there is it's impossible. I feel like not to get kind of swept up into that like like excitement and and that mode. Like you know, once the parade's gone through and they're throwing the beads, and then there's the music and like the food. It just like it it catches you kind of unexpectedly i feel like it's one of those like it's just infectious it's it it, i don't know it's like a it's always a good time yeah it absolutely is and rhino i feel like that's a great transition uh you were again at universal studios forwarded today to check out everything that was happening with the tribute store so do you want to kind of go over what you what you thought of this year's tribute store um yeah i can do that the themes. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't 100% remember it all because I feel like I am not a creature of attention to detail, but it is uh, the tribute store this year is in a brand new space. If you remember, if you've been to Universal before, you recall like the tribute store was um, located in the New York area, um, kind of in the Macy's facade, like back where the Ghostbuster stunt show used to be on the backside of um, the Revenge of the Mummy attraction. And um, now it's uh, it's located right now, at least it is on the Hollywood strip, like sort of like right next to Mel's, like where the restaurant is. And there for me personally, I'd be like, there wasn't anything there before, but there was the prop shop was there. And it's like where the ice cream place used to be. But I'd never really gone to. Um, I, uh, I think the ice cream spot is still there. It's, it's it took still over. there. It's like. It's on the like the ice cream and then we're talking this. about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's like it's kind of like, honestly, it blends into the facade very effortlessly. So it, it's all right there. Um, but um, it still kind of holds true in terms of like, if you recall the old um, tribute stores, if you've ever been or watched one of our videos, there's usually like three themed rooms, sort of. There are still three themed rooms in this um, this year. This Mardi Gras one is themed like it starts out. The first room is like a hotel, um, like a like a jazz bar or something like that. Um, or not a jazz bar. I feel like I'm not remembering that correctly. It reminded me of The Shining. Do you remember where like um, not Danny uh, Jack would go up to the bar and that room and there'd yeah. be like the band playing the music and like it. it reminded me of that. And um, and then the second room was like an alley, like a um, uh, it was dark. It was there was the statue with like an angel. But you're definitely like in the streets and it's at night because like there's a bunch of facades like um, it reminded me a lot of, um, you know, how at Disneyland they have um, New Orleans Square. They have like the second level up there with like the Romeo hooks and stuff like that everywhere. Yeah. It was like that. It, it was a lot like that. 
And then the third room is a speakeasy. So it's like you've gone outside of the hotel into this alley and then you found this speakeasy and you and the the team member who's out there asks you, like, what's the password? Because you're supposed to give her the password, him or her the password until you get through uh, yeah. to get through to the next part. But, well, you know, I actually I have the full details, too, because I oh, know perfect. Uh, Spectrum Spectrum News 13 got an early look inside before everyone else. Uh, one of our local news stations down here and uh they say that the first room is a ballroom where an international jazz celebration is underway. And that is, uh, but before you get into there, when you first enter in, you find yourselves in the lobby of the Ambassador Ballroom. Uh, then moving on, as you said, there is the uh, there is the alleyway. It's a New Orleans alleyway. And you might hear a cat or a dog or some crickets, or as I've said before, too. Or things, but that's fine. <laughs> no, you, you didn't hear any of those things. Just someone no, getting stabbed and throwing up. Just some... somebody going. The password <laughs> is Earl the Squirrel. Okay, and she, fantastic. Like, it was a team member who then spoke to another team member in a normal human voice after that. And then was like, I'm just supposed to sit here and do this 1920s voice. And I was like, why do you think people's voices were different in 1920 versus now? Cause she just kept going. The password is Earl the squirrel. And I was like, uh, probably oh. trying to do that with the Atlantic style accent. I thought it was the Betty Boop actor actress had like come inside and was like, I, I legit because Betty Boop, when I went in, Betty Boop was literally sitting on the bench in front of the tribute store. And she was like, well, hello. And I was like, hi, yeah. bye. And um, I thought she'd gotten into the building and was just telling yeah. people a password. That's that's exactly what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, and then you got it right. The last one is a speakeasy in an old hotel. So. That's what uh, that's the information directly from Spectrum News 13. Go on now. Um, yes. So those are the three rooms. And um, as you can expect, like there was still like treats inside um, as have been in the past. Um, in terms of like what it feels like in this new space versus the old space, when I came out. So I ran into a couple of people who do listen to our show who are very friendly um, and we have met them before and um, they were telling me that they were very disappointed. So I went in being like, I don't know what to expect. And honestly, like in terms of the theming, I think what they did with their space, I don't love the first room, the the ballroom um, or what did you call it? I'm sorry. It's a ballroom. Yeah. A ballroom. Okay. Yeah. That, um, I didn't love that room only because it it's very bright. It's very sparse. It feels a little like, I mean, I'm sure it was intentional, but it honestly feels like they were just like, okay, this room we have the least amount of time for. Um, and, and then the second room I thought was like, I walked in there and I was like, okay, this is the theming, you know, like this is the, that alleyway is like, that room is like, great. And then the third room, the speakeasy is very tight. And I even said in my video, I did that I am concerned for what it'll feel like when the regular guests are just going in. I get, I get that. I, uh, I did see from some people on social media that pointed out like, oh, it kind of feels 
a lot smaller and it, it might work for this specific celebration, but something something that wanted to be a little bit grander might not work as well. But I you know, I, I will reserve judgment since I have not seen it yet. And my only thoughts with it is even if it's on the smaller side, I, I think I think it works better for Mardi Gras and Christmas because as as I said before with the tribute stores like those two holidays I feel like they're more they're a lot harder to design these tribute stores for there I I don't I'm not saying they're struggling to come up with ideas for them but it really is there's only so many ways you can take it and as we we said when we talked about this with Halloween you really can make it about whatever the theme is every year or whatever the intellectual properties are so you can constantly keep it fresh and you you could utilize a bigger space for that so i i i think that even though it might feel smaller to some people going through, I, I think in the long run it'll probably be better. And you know what? If they just have to build like a second Halloween tribute store somewhere, once you get around to Halloween Horror Nights, or they're going to try to make more unique spaces to buy merch in other places, then I, I could sacrifice with a smaller venue. But I also don't know. I mean, I was going to say I don't know how it would work in in Hollywood having the tribute store there with it being right in the middle of a scare zone. Uh, but it's technically right in the middle of a scare zone in New York as well, too. But the difference is there that it's, it's not as, it's not as narrow. I feel like New York, you have more options to go different, different ways. If you, you want to avoid traffic from around the tribute store area and the scare zone, but that's, that's really getting in the weeds with all of, all of those, uh, musings in my head right now why don't you tell me what else you saw while you were at universal orlando resort today i mean it wasn't super busy today honestly so there was a lot of like characters out when i came in um like i said i thought the theming of the store was good um there's some like neon green aspects to the merchandise this year which i really enjoy um and you'll see it in in the video um I feel like it's got the typical, like lots of details to it. It just feels a lot more compact. And um, I, I mean, if this is our new re- reality, I'm going to take what I can get. I don't want, okay. I'd rather have a tribute store than not have a tribute store. Right. That's yeah, how I feel. I get that. It. Outside of Universal Studios, Florida, I know you, you saw some progress with the, uh, I did. The the latest of the pop up bars in Red Coconut Club. Oh, I sure did. I was at um, the first thing I noticed when I walked in. So I had seen a, a post about Red Coconut Club online, and so I knew it was getting a little bit of a makeover. It's going to become the um, what do they call it? The Cursed Coconut Club this year. Mm-hmm. So it's got like a lot of that. Honestly, the facades kind of remind me of like it's definitely like a graveyard, a Louisiana graveyard sort of a thing. Um, and there's like a bunch of voodoo dolls and stuff like that that are all hung up out there. I went up to see if that was like maybe soft opening today um, as of recording this on Thursday, February 2nd. And it wasn't. So um, but I'm I love a good themed red coconut bar and I will uh, red coconut club and I will continue to support that. There were two booths at Universal City Walk just outside of the Universal Studio store um, with a bar in between the two of them. 
But what I thought was interesting is they're not just drinks. Cause I feel like at Christmas time, it was like a, lo- a lot of drinks when they did the Christmas village over there before. But like, I went to one, I couldn't get to the other one. Cause there was a lot of like uh, team members around it, but the one said it was going to have a uh, crawfish etouffee and cauliflower, dirty rice. And then they're going to have um, category five punch and a bead of purple haze as lo- in like souvenir cups. There's a 20 ounce souvenir cup refill. Wait, 20 ounce souvenir cup. 1650 refill 1250 12 ounce souvenir cup 1350 refill 950 12 ounce single serve $12. So it looks like they're doing the thing that they had done last year, which is the two different sizes of the refill cups again. Yeah. Well, hopefully we won't be as confused as we were last year with it. Well, it seems like I, the wording's already a lot better than it was last not, year. It is. Well, cause on, on the beer, a Peter, a beat purple haze is beer. So it says 20 ounce souvenir cup, 1450 refill, 1050, 12 ounce souvenir cup, eleven fifty refill, eight dollars. Twelve ounce single serving is eleven fifty. Why wouldn't or twenty ounce single serve is eleven fifty? So you're getting a dollar off if you do the twenty ounce cup essentially, and like two fifty off of. Or, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting they have two size cups. I guess I don't know. No. Just for this event, I I will just scratch my head on it and we'll see what I end up buying myself because I'm going to walk into it saying nope. I'm not buying it. I don't need another one. I mean, I don't collect them anymore. I just buy them to use during the season and then let them go after. But we'll we'll see what happens with this one. My Halloween Horror Nights one is still in my car, believe it or not. (laughs) Mold growing all over it from whatever I I didn't pour out of it. The skull ones that we got, you know, those ones that came with the, the popsicle inside of them. I I had used it for something like, I don't know, in like December, maybe for New Year's or something. And I walked in the kitchen the other night and it was in my, you know, the sink split in half. And there's two there's two sinks, right? Like the washing sink yeah. and the drying sink. And um, it was just this like demonic light shining out of my right sink. And I was like, what the heck is that? And I walked up and I was like, oh, God, this skull cup. But I couldn't turn it off. And so it was still <laughs> it was still glowing. And then the next but it stopped. And then the next day I got up to get water again and it was like a completely different color and glowing insanely bright again. But then like you look later in the night, it wasn't. And I was like, this thing is possessed. I don't know what is going on, but I, I think he probably just you. got, I, I think water just got in it and is causing. Oh no, it issues, did. The battery but... finally blew up inside of it. Yeah. So you can see where the battery exploded, but yeah, Fantastic. I couldn't turn it off. Well, uh, those booths sounds exciting. And of course, uh, those have made their way out to Universal City Walk uh, for the first time ever. They're having food booths set up inside of Islands of Adventure. You can celebrate Mardi Gras around the different hotels. You can celebrate it even at Volcano Bay. They have posted all of the food menus on Universal's site. And there's just too many to go through in terms of like trying to list them all in all the different places you can eat at. Uh, They have represented this year uh, Belgium, Bloody Mary Bar, Brazil, Canada, Central City, Colombia, Denmark, France, uh, French Quarter Bar, (laughs) Uh, French Quarter, Germany, India, Indonesia, Japan, Italy, Mardi Gras Hits, Mexico, New Orleans Desserts, uh, New Orleans, Puerto Rico, Spain, Trinidad and Tobago, and Taste of the Mediterranean. And I was kind of scrolling through looking at them because they also sent us uh, extra food and beverage images since the, the first round that they sent us. And everything started like jumping out to me. But some of this food this year... 
Oh man, it, uh, I, I always forget like what all Mardi Gras entails because my mind always goes back to just like the New Orleans standards that they have every single year. And then, you know, some of them are starting to feel like, oh yeah, I'm getting used to Puerto Rico being there every year and, and Spain and a lot of the other carnival countries. Uh, this year, I know from France, a muffaletta crepe. It is a savory crepe filled with olive relish, mortadella, salami, ham, mozzarella, Cajun mayo, arugula, and sesame seeds. Rhino, I know you're like, ugh, olive relish. Disgusting. It's, yeah. No, <laughs> shut up. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, Denmark, a Danish red hot dog with curry remoulade, pickled Ooh. cucumber, and crispy onions. On, on top of the fact that there's uh, meatballs with Danish gravy. It's beef and pork meatballs and a creamy gravy topped with apple butter and dill. Oh, my. I, are you kidding me? That sounds yeah. incredible. They're definitely, it feels like they're definitely leaning into the food aspect of Mardi Gras a lot heavier this year than ever before. Yeah. I, uh, like, I'm so, so excited. Uh, they're going to have crispy fries served with andulaus and a sauce I cannot pronounce in Belgium. They're, they're Brussels oh. style French fries. Uh, the, the liege waffle with berries and cream just looks oh. so decadent and good. There's also going to be a liege waffle for s'mores, but I, I, berries and cream for me. Berries. Oh, I and love s'mores. Cream. What? I love s'mores. And I know from Japan, Rhino, you're going to want that savory cabbage and bacon pancake topped with kewpie mayonnaise, hoisin, Ooh. cilantro, sesame, and a katsuo bushi. I, I love all of that except for the cilantro, but I am 100% on board. I'm ready for food. I really wish you were going to be here with me at the start of the weekend, uh, but you will be back soon enough. And like I said, we're going to try to do food for next week's episode and go over all the delicious things that we will try and hopefully we'll do a lot because I think this year we'll go ahead and take care of that. We'll, we'll take care of it all food, buying the food with the, the tasting card and lanyard just so we can get uh, the most bang for our buck. Of course, uh, $65 for a $75 food and beverage card that can technically be used anywhere, but you know, use it at universe, universal Mardi Gras. So that way you can, Try it at all those different locations. Uh, and then, gosh, what's the do you remember what the price is for the the more expensive one? I do not know. I figured it out. It is for annual pass holders, and it is a $150 tasting card for $120. So, Rhino, we might have to just, we might have to do that one right away. I, I know we can, we can definitely eat and drink our way through $150 pretty quickly. Oh, I 100% can eat that much food. Good. Good. We will we will get one of the two cards and we will eat as much as we can, but we're done talking about it now. The next step for us will be to actually go out to Universal Orlando, celebrate Mardi Gras and get the food and drinks, watch that parade and just take it all in. So, with that, we're going to end this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Thank you so much, Rhino. Thank you. And thank you to everyone out there for taking the time to listen and watch. We truly appreciate it. And if you want to support us, 
Of course, you can book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. If you are watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comments section. And if you're listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen. And if you can leave us a rating and review, that would be very helpful. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. And we'll see you again real soon with another one. Take care. Bye-bye. And remember, we still haven't changed the name. 